0: Hi, friends. Welcome to the Self-Care Sisterhood Podcast, where we're all about taking action and making progress towards what matters most. My name's Brittany, and I'm a coach, community builder, and your self-care BFF. My heart is to empower and equip hardworking, purpose-driven women just like you to take care of yourself so that you can go out into your world and love and serve from that overflow. Each week, we'll tackle topics that help you show up as your best self, navigate sticking points, and get real and raw about what it takes to be on journey. I'm the founder of the Self-Care Sisterhood Community, and I believe we weren't meant to do life or our journeys alone. I want to help you live your best life. So welcome. Let's dive in. Ah, Welcome back, friends. As I'm recording this podcast in real time, our house is pretty much all packed up. I'm sitting around boxes like last week, but even more boxes and lots of empty stuff. Furniture is is gone. Things have been sold. Like it's just, it's surreal. We've got about seven more sleeps until we get in the car and head to Florida for our next adventure. And by the time y'all are listening to this recording, we will actually be in Florida. And I'm just really excited for this next season. Real talk though, life has been a little crazy lately. Between packing this home, getting it on the market, selling it, just all the things in the middle. I'm sure you can imagine how life, like I'll put life in quotes, can sometimes get in the way of your best intentions. I talked about that the other week when I shared how to do a mid-year check-in, and you can go check out that episode if you missed it. It's really good. This idea that sometimes what gets our attention isn't really our intentions. So one thing that helps me stay grounded with my focus and intentions, even in crazy seasons, are my habits and routines. And it's what I want to dive into with y'all today. Have you ever heard the phrase, show me your habits and I'll show you your life? It's one of those lines that sticks with me because I truly believe we become our habits. Our choices dictate our direction. When I was a teacher, I would put marbles in a jar for my students when they were making choices that helped foster a healthy classroom environment and learning process. And I'd take marbles out of the jar when the choices weren't moving us as a class in that direction. I like to think of our habits like this too. Habits that serve our best self, marble in. Habits not serving us, marble out. At the time as a teacher, I would call their choices good behavior and bad behavior, but over the years, I started to have this visceral reaction when I called things good and bad. I've actually spoken about this with y'all in regards to food choices, but today I want to offer a fresh perspective when it comes to habits. What if we stopped calling habits good or bad and simply observed whether their repeated outcome would lead us closer to our goals or not? I personally think that when we call something good or bad, it begins to make us believe we are good or we are bad. And that's just not true. You aren't good because you worked out and you aren't bad because you hit snooze. It's simply a choice that when repeated, aka a habit, right, either serves your best self or it doesn't. Rather than categorize what is good or bad, simply ask, is this choice serving my best self? Is it moving me closer to my goals or is this choice moving me farther away? And then here's the kicker. Pick your choices accordingly. The more often you can do this, the more your choices will become habitual. And I'm going to say it. We all suck at making habits stick. You, me, all of us, we do. And I wanna talk a little bit today about why we suck at making habits stick. Because I get it, habit formation, it can be a tricky thing. It's something that women ask me about all the time. Like, how do I form this habit and make it stick? And more often than not, we start to think we just can't stick to habits. Why is this? Well, for one, we have lizard brains, y'all. I don't know if you've ever heard this, but like, no, seriously, the lizard brain is a real thing. The lizard brain refers to the most primitive part of our brain. It's that part that's the fight or flight reaction that has kept humans safe for many, many generations. Way back when with our ancestors, it would be like keeping humans safe from predators like animals in the wild. We don't usually have those sorts of threats anymore, but that piece of our brain, it still exists. Seth Godin talks about this in his book, Lynchpin, Are You Indispensable?, and says the lizard brain is the reason you're afraid, the reason you don't do all the art you can, or the reason you don't ship when you can. The lizard brain is the source of the resistance. To put it simply, your lizard brain is merely concerned with survival, and that's why you, that's why me, that's why all of us kind of suck at making habits stick. Habit change means you are doing something different and your brain, it's wired for safety and comfort. It's not wired for change. So it's not all your fault that you suck at forming new habits that serve your best self, but there are things you can do about it. I want to give you three ways in my journey that have helped me make my habits stick, even though I have this tendency, just like you do, to have a little bit of a lizard brain. So the first one is I make a swap. So instead of simply removing a current habit, consider swapping it. Habit swapping works by identifying the habit that you want to change. So first, think about what habit is not serving you. And then pick a new habit that you are going to swap or replace it with. So think current habit, new habit. So I'll give you some examples waking up and grabbing your phone. I used to do this all the time, and it wasn't serving me. So instead of waking up, grabbing my phone, and scrolling, that was kind of like the habit pattern I had. It wasn't serving me. I downloaded an app on my phone that was a Bible study app, and so I would still wake up, I would still grab my phone, but instead of scrolling social, I turned all those apps like onto sleep mode, and my Bible study app was awake at that time and I would open that app up and I would scroll my Bible study app. So maybe it's simply swapping that sort of thing, but you could do a total swap. Wake up and grab your phone? No, wake up and grab a book. Maybe it's binge watching Netflix when you get home from work. So swap it. Instead of binge watching Netflix, get on your bike and do a 30-minute spin class or work out for 30 minutes. Swap skipping meals for planning and prepping meals. Swap scrolling social media to listen to a podcast or read a book. For me, procrastination can be a real thing. So my swap, my habit swap that I make, is I sit down on Sunday and I plan and I schedule out my time, but I even take it a step further because I can anticipate on the daily that I will procrastinate on on tasks or be off focus, you know? So before I close shop for the end of the night every day, I love to go to my next day and list out three tasks that I really would love to achieve the following day. Not all the tasks, but three tasks. So that helps my procrastination by simply planning and scheduling my time. Okay, this was me forever, was rushed mornings. I would literally hit snooze until I had just enough time to throw my hair in a messy bun, splash water my face, and get out the door. Anybody else? (laughs) I've since chosen a different way and I've set my alarm earlier. Yes, you can do this, my friends. You can wake up earlier and you can follow a morning routine instead of having these rushed, chaotic mornings. I've swapped poor sleep for having nighttime routines. I've swapped snacking from boredom to getting up, going for a walk or maybe putting on an app and doing a meditation. So a swap is simply looking at the habit that's no longer serving you and the direction you desire to go and swapping it for a better choice. Okay, number two. What if you stack it onto something that you already do? This is called habit stacking. It's a real thing, I didn't make it up. Habit stacking is an amazing way to streamline a new habit because you're adding it onto something you already do. It takes your existing habits and then you like sandwich new ones between them. And this helps you rewire your brain's autopilot mode. Think about it, you probably have a system that you go through when you're in the shower, right? It might be uh, wash your face, shampoo, body wash, then conditioner. I don't know what your um, pattern is, right, in the shower, but you've created habits and stacked them one on top of another, okay? So this is something that we already do naturally, and sticking a new habit in it just helps our brain to like go into a little bit more ease when trying to come up with something new because remember lizard brain it doesn't like change so here's how it works say you want to start consistently working out one of the ways i did this when i was first forming that habit was i was noticing where in my schedule i had existing habits and where i could squeeze it in okay so i already had a routine of dismissing my students from school And that was like three o'clock. And then usually about 4.30, I had a routine of I would go to my rehearsals. I was a color guard coach at the time. So I'd go to marching band rehearsals or winter guard rehearsals or whatever dance rehearsal I was heading to. And I had this like space in between. So what I started doing is I had the routine of dismissal every day with my students. I had the routine of getting to my rehearsals to coach my other group of students. And in between, I stacked working out between those two existing habits. So it had a place for it. Now, you might not have such a big gap, but it's important that you put it somewhere that you have the space for, right? Um, So you have to consider how much time that new habit will take when you're trying to stack it and sandwich it into something you already do. Okay, my last tip, this one is my favorite. Never miss twice. When we think we skip once, we're this failure or it's not for us. Or we should just throw in the towel, right? A lot of times when we miss once is when we beat ourselves up and we're like, well, I miss once, so I might as well just stop. And then we miss twice. Then we miss three times. and, And that becomes a habit of skipping, of missing. But think about it. Simply doing a workout once doesn't make it a habit. Having one salad doesn't make you a healthy eater. Neither does having like that one cigarette or not, I'm sorry, not having that one cigarette Make you a non-smoker. The power comes in repetition. So don't miss twice. I get it. Life happens. We miss a day. We fall off track. There's grace for that, friends. But it's not when we miss the first time that it becomes a thing. It's when we repeat that. One day turns into two, turns into three. So seriously, don't miss twice. That's one of the things that I always teach my gals when we're trying to form new habits in the direction of our desires is to, okay, miss once, brush it off, but then get back up the next day and don't miss twice. So if this is your morning routine and you hit snooze on accident today, it's all good, girl. Tomorrow, don't miss twice. You skipped your workout after work today because you were really tired and you just needed that nap, amazing. That's self-care, I love that. You're in tune with what your body needs. Tomorrow, don't miss twice. Maybe pick a better time slot, play around with that, right? But don't miss the habit twice because habits come through repetition, yeah? And the reality is habits are simply your choices. If we can narrow our focus and think less about that daunting habit change you're trying to make and instead consider your daily choices, going back to the question that I gave you at the top of today's chat, is this choice serving my best self? Is it moving me closer to my goals or is it moving me farther away? And then like I said, pick accordingly. The more often you can pause and ask these type of questions, the more your choices will become habitual leading you closer and closer to the life you deeply crave to create. I know you are better for everyone around you when you first show up and make choices that serve your best self, when you create habits that are moving you in the direction that you desire. So get out there and do the dang thing because you are so worth it. But one last thing before I let you go today. We're halfway through the year. We are past the halfway mark of the year. Like, can you believe that? Time is flying. So... Today's episode, maybe you're like, you know, there are some habits that are not actually serving my best and highest self. There are some habits that I've gotten kind of into a routine with that is actually more of a rut than a routine. You feel me on that? If that's you today, I get it. There are habits in my life that I'm like, okay, we got to look at that one. Let's see if we can maybe swap that for something or can I stack that in somewhere? Heck, maybe I've just not been consistent with it, right? What better time than now to get focused and intentional on what matters most to you? So I created a free principle. It goes right along with an episode I did the other week on a mid-year check-in, but the free principle has journal prompts that are gonna help you reflect and prep for the second half of the year because you and your goals, my friends, they matter. So if you head over to the link in my show notes, you're just gonna enter your name and email and I will be in your inbox promptly. Happy to send those prompts your way. Be sure to tag me on social when you're filling them out um, or even listening to this episode or heck, if you go back and listen to previous episodes because you spreading spreading the word about this sisterhood, about this community, about how we do self-care just a little bit differently than maybe the world's been teaching us, it matters and it helps get this message out. And I am deeply, deeply grateful for you guys. Okay, my friends, I will see you next week, same time, same place. Until then. Keep showing up. Keep taking care of you. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you love today's topic, it would mean the world to me if you shared this on your social to help spread the word. Tag me, at Inspire Beauty Brit, so I can see what you're loving and learning along the way. All right, friends. Till next time, let's go out there and take some action.